0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the podcast under the stairs. This is episode three hundred and ninety. I'm your host, Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode, we continue a run of summer series looking at the sevens. On the second episode of the week, we're doing nineteen eighty-seven, and guess what? Only one movie being discussed. ...on this episode. It's nice, short and breezy for you. Although the conversation is going to go places that I know you guys, the listeners, will enjoy. So yeah, this is the second of what will be a six-episode week. Five-episode week, six-episode week. Who can count? I think it's six. Yeah, it is six. That's how maths work. One minus seven is six. Um, that week will look forward in this manner. With tomorrow being 1997... Thursday being our screener review of a title supplied from Fright Fest. Friday will be 2007. Saturday will be your day of rest. And then we'll be back on Sunday to do Knife of Ice as part of our 88 Films Italian Collection series of reviews. On the Teaputs Collective, you will be getting a Doing the Nasty as recording this Sunday and will be released this Sunday. That's how we do things under the stairs and that is you all up to date with everything what we're doing here so welcome to a summer series episode welcome to the podcast under the stairs but most importantly welcome to 1987.
1: You see that crap all that horror crap things coming out of crates and eating people dead people coming back to life people turning into weeds for christ's sake well
0: yes i did
2: but i well you
1: want to read that stuff
0: well no
2: but all right then i took care of it that's why god made fathers babe that's why God made fathers. But I have proof, and tonight I'm going to show you something. You are you are Every humiliation which stood in his way could be swept aside by this simple act of annihilation. nine nations. Murder. Murder. Lick my place, you dog dicks! Murder. Lick my place, you dog dicks! I believe in the life eternal as promised to us by our Lord Jesus Christ!
1: It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicca man.
2: Boy. 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 What do you want? You're dedicated to it. What, You're gonna sacrifice a woman just for you. The ice <laughs> is gonna break. By the simple act of annihilation. <laughs> Murder. God art. Most of all, fuck you. Fuck you, asshole. That's fucking crazy, man. Is- yes, oh. Hey, Ted. Hey, Ted. Where the hell is Arkstro? Hot goddamn Motherfucker got blood all over my best clown suit. You stupid bitch! You <laughs> filthy slut! <laughs> you fuck with me. Most of all, fuck you. Because I cut off his legs. arm and his head and I'm gonna do the same to you
0: Welcome back, ladies and gents. So, this is the second episode of the week. We're rolling into 1987. Now, back in the day when we did this on the old 80s run, there um, was a lot of people out there saying, you did well, Duncan. You and crew, you did really, really well. There was a lot of people out there that called me a fucking idiot, um, which, you know, I don't get enough these days. Sorry so about I'd, that. Yeah. <laughs> Ransdell, <still>, you <laughs> bastard. Um, but I stand by the two movies that went through as like it has Hellraiser, which I think um, is one of the most unique movies of the 1980s, and genuinely like like one of the best. Um, and Near Dark, which is in my top three vampire movies ever fucking made. So I, I love Near Dark as well. Same reason I love uh, The Hitcher, because they're just fucking amazing movies. Both written by Eric Red. So there you go. Um, but we, we did get called out specifically because one movie didn't go through. We are going to rectify this on this episode, but before we do that, I'm just gonna make sure that everyone is still hanging with me and all doing good. As we mentioned yesterday, Jerry Herring sadly could not make it to the episodes. Um, so, But he has submitted through his picks to me, so I will relay them as appropriately, but we do have Bo still here with us. How you doing, Bo? I'm
3: doing well, uh, mostly.
0: <laughs> Like you will be over the moon with this episode i imagine i
3: i you know am i stinging a little from house Who going down uh sure sure am i upset about that a little uh am i plotting revenge most definitely but i'm still <laughs> i'm still <laughs> excited to be here
0: yeah but this episode in particular you're excited for because the movie that i haven't mentioned yet is going through
3: yeah this is a real jamie J. Salmon special that we're yeah, correcting yeah. so i uh, always always <laughs> like correcting
0: her mistakes she's not going to be happy about this at all uh, really, <laughs> like, she was so fucking raging uh, but that'll be fine and uh, mark ball is also joining us how you doing mark uh,
4: i'm doing good i am excited about uh getting to fix one of the fuck-ups from the previous years on, on this one although i will say uh, near dark and hellraiser are both fucking incredible movies but uh yeah i was definitely one of the people that was like how the fuck did this movie not get put through so uh yeah happy to be here to uh rectify that
0: yeah uh, i will once again stress that the summer series is guaranteed to make you cross so <laughs> if you're wanting to have a good day then don't listen to the show because chances are every other episode will make you angry um Dave parker is joining us how you doing dave
1: I'm good but since we're talking about last uh picks on the 80s seven uh Hellraiser 100 but uh I'm one of these guys that you know I see near dark as a movie that was underrated for 25 years and then everybody came back and acted like it was the greatest movie ever now <laughs> I feel like it's a little overrated but I don't think it should have been one of the picks
0: Ooh, wait we'll, we'll get into that uh, and then uh, finally joining us is Dan Chase how you doing buddy
5: I am doing excellent thank you for uh, having me on this episode you know all I got to say about this episode because it's kind of a slam dunk. This is what I call it, yeah. Kobe. Uh, I don't know if that <laughs> aged well. But, uh,
0: uh, also, I, 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 I don't follow any sport, so like Kobe to me is beef. Uh, all right, <laughs> right. So where's <laughs> well, I'll the beef? Say this
5: then join us. That's all right, all right that
0: works. That works. I'm there. I'm there. We Right. (laughs) Um, so yeah uh, we have selected in advance of this episode representing the year 1987 Evil Dead 2 Um, it went through unanimously and that's including Jerry Herring who's not here that's where his vote was going as well so that's through, it's sorted Um, of course that movie is written and directed by Sam Raimi with help on the writing creds by Scott Spiegel Um, the movie stars Bruce Campbell Sarah Berry, Dan Hicks Uh, Ted Raimi, Denise Bixler, uh, Richard Dormer, and some other folks. And, yeah, I mean, there's tons of trivia we could do in it, but we're not going to do that because it's Evil Dead 2. Um, What we are going to do in this episode, though, is there were two other movies that were in contention, but when we kind of sat down and were like, you know, where are our votes actually going to go? Evil Dead 2 seemed like it was going to go through pretty easily. However, there were some movies that we felt it might be worthwhile just getting a couple of statements on. Now, we have done this on other episodes, so I thought, why not here? Uh, and that will lengthen the episode in just a little bit um, and make it worthwhile for the download. So uh, we are going to talk about the other two movies as well, just in statements from each of us. The other two movies were Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, which I would usually hit the note, but as you can hear in my throat, I'm a bit croaky today. So not that it would be like The Dream Warriors, which is definitely not how Dawkins sings it. No, Unless... the
3: Richard Cheese version.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Get <laughs> uh, down with the sickness, um, race. Right. <laughs> my voice is almost as deep as Bo's. Um, so there you are. That's how deep it is. And, and like, Bo's like Bo's voice is deeper than Barry White's. Actual fact. um And then also we're going to discuss Monster Squad as well in our statements. um I mean, I'll, I'll kick us off here, uh, and then we'll walk round everyone. Yeah, Evil Dead 2, I, I mean, I've said it before, I'll say it again, some people don't like it when I say it. it's my favourite. Um, I absolutely love it, I think. Some people are like, well, there's comedy in it. Well, there's comedy in the first one, but, you know, if <laughs> you didn't see that, and that's cool. Uh, yeah, maybe it isn't as scary as that original movie, but to me, it hangs together a lot better. Just overall, I think um, like Bruce Campbell is like monumentally... Um, improved in this particular movie. He's great in that first one, but I, you get a feel for the actor here in this one, which you don't in the previous one. I think that works well. Some of the techniques that Raimi is using here to make this movie is fucking mind blown. Um, like absolutely for the the shoestring budget they had is is like absolutely insane. And yeah, like we I watched this like a couple of weeks ago with my my eight year old. I was like, we're gonna watch Evil Dead Two sat down and watched it and she had a fucking ball watching this movie which once again speaks to there are certain movies that are just timeless because they're great and Evil Dead 2 is timeless because it's great uh yeah like this to me was the the kind of no-brainer from the list as soon as I knew Evil Dead 2 was going to be one of our picks for 1987 it was definitely going through I do not regret my previous picks though I will stand by Hellraiser and Near Dark uh to represent the year for sure um doesn't matter what order they're in. Nah, as long as they're through. And Evil Dead 2 is now on the list. Boransdell, um, your your thoughts on Evil Dead 2. And if you'd like to give me uh, a little statement on Nightmare on Elm Street 3, a little statement on Monster Squad, I will be doing the same to close this up at the end of the episode. But the floor is now yours.
3: Okay, so we're talking about all three movies? Yeah. I'll, I'll, all right, I'll start with The Fire. Um, I don't think Monster Squad is very good i don't think it belongs on this list um i i understand that a lot of people are fond of it but i think it's you know certainly lesser fred decker and uh, and kind of a bummer of a movie. I don't think it really serves any of the audiences it's aiming for. As, so, as, a,
0: as a lesser Fred Decker, when you actually shit in the bowl, then and not in the top.
3: <laughs> That's the lower Decker. <laughs>
0: All right. <sorry>. Um, <laughs> like, you Americans have crazy terms for things. So I was just trying yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: It's like, you know, Ben Lorry and, and Garbage. <laughs> don't you truck. start with Ben Lorry? <laughs> it's right. the dumbest name for anything. Um... But uh, I, I, so that that aside, I think that um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, you know, I've, I've said it on a couple of shows already, that's a real cheeseburger of horror. Mm. Um, it's one of uh, maybe the uh, – assuming that you're going to lean into the, the sort of reappraisal of Nightmare 2. Yes. I would say it's the only good Elm Street sequel.
0: Um, Ooh, what? well, I disagree with that. But I, I just we uh, once
3: again. you get into the dream child and Freddy's dead and all that. Kind oh, of yeah, I hate everything. I hate everything worse.
1: past three, but five know. and six are unwatchable, yes, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what they <there's, Dave> said.
3: <laughs> there, yeah, there's some real garbage in there, just like there are with all franchises, but especially Elm Street. Elm Street and Halloween are particular victims of that, I think. Mm. Um, but. Uh, I do think that Elm Street Three is really good. You know, it's a Frank Darabont script. Chuck Russell is directing. It's it, it's very silly at times. It that like you know I praise it and damn it at the same time for kind of introducing funny Freddy. Uh, but there is some fun Freddy stuff in it, and and that stuff is a, a, a real good time. It's interesting you uh,
0: compared it to a cheeseburger as well. When in the movie he says welcome to prime rib, bitch. Um, <laughs> which I mean, you know, it does. It's prime rib, isn't it? Prime rib, you no, prime rib? No. That, I, I, Are, are you does. serious right now? Is, nah, of course I'm not serious. I'm, not
3: serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. About that. We all know that the line is "Have it your way, bitch." Yeah. Um, <laughs> Got milk?
0: Um, yeah, he's, he goes <laughs> through all of them. It was, it was like they were, they were testing. They were testing a ton of one one liner right. for marketing agents just in that that one shoot. Uh, Where's if, the
2: beef, bitch? <laughs>
3: Like, oh oh bitch. It. it doesn't seem very effective. or and that's scary. the thing as
0: well, like if you watch Rick and Morty, um I think Freddy's been ruined for me forever now. <laughs> just a oh, bitch. Um, um so, But yeah, yeah anyway. but yeah,
3: I, I I kind of adore Elm Street 3. Like I've probably seen that more than any of the other Elm Street movies mm. ju- just because I have such a good time watching. When I was a kid uh or a teenager you know, I just couldn't get enough of it because yeah. it had everything I wanted. It was, the effects were good and there were some boobs and, you know, it was just terrific. It was everything a, a growing boy needed in mm-hmm. his horror diet. Um, so, yeah, and then, you know, on to the, the subject of tonight's uh, episode, uh, Evil Dead 2 is, I, I like how it did not end up on the list is, is horror sacrilege that, <laughs> like, that, <You're> that, that, <laughs> that and american werewolf are probably the two finest examples of horror comedies in all of the genre mm. um it's just terrific it, it like everything about it like you said it's, it's creative camera work camera work it is ramey sort of at the height of his cinematic powers or cinematic inventiveness it gave us bruce campbell as the you know kind of quipping anti-hero who's also kind of a doof um Yeah, it's it's just your reproach. Like that movie, I can watch just about any time and have a blast with it. And people who don't enjoy it, I don't trust as much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck out of my house! (laughs) Right, Uh, let's go to Mark Ball
4: uh so to get the other two out of the way real quick uh monster squad i didn't see until i was like 23 or 24 so i don't have this like sentimental feeling about it like i think a lot of people do that saw it when they were a lot younger it's 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 a fine movie i think it's a great one to show to younger uh would-be horror fans um and it's got some pretty cool practical effects but it's not one that i rewatch very often i just i don't really have very strong feelings about it Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is my second favorite Elm Street movie behind the first one like really I I agree I think those are the only two like really good ones the other ones are varying degrees of like pretty good to fucking god-awful So yeah, I I, I watch part 3 pretty often. It's got great special effects and this is a pretty great sequel Um, Evil Dead 2 is like Probably my second or third like horror movie that I ever fell in love with. i I', I caught on to these at like thirteen or fourteen, I think, and like these in the Romero Dead movies were the movies that made me want to be a filmmaker. like and especially like subsequently like reading you know Bruce Campbell's autobiographies, The Little Dead Companion, and devouring hours and hours of the fucking. Anchor Bay special features on the DVDs and Blu-rays and shit. Like the, the, the making of these movies is like, I think some of the most interesting stories like to come out of Hollywood. And uh, yeah, like it, God, the, this was a movie that I caught on to at like the perfect age. That just like, uh, like like I said, it made me it made me the giant horror fan that I I am today. Evil Dead Two is my my favorite of the, the three Evil Dead movies. Um, I don't know what else to say. I, I, I feel like we've talked about this a zillion times, and this is like, this is this is an absolute fucking travesty that this didn't make it through in the top two. Because I like this better than Hellraiser. I like this better than Near Dark, and I definitely like this better than Nightmare Three.
0: Or this isn't Spot, Mark's like. list, so there, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> if it was my list, yeah, Evil Dead Two is like n- near the top of the last fifty fucking years, basically.
0: Okay then. Tell us what you really think of it. Uh, right, <laughs> let's go to Dan
5: Cheese. Um, Okay, let's start off with uh, Monster Squad. I think it's a fun movie to watch when Halloween comes around, much mm. like a Hocus Pocus or something like that. But I, I do feel like it updated all the universal monsters and brought it in, kind of shipped them into a new generation. Hopefully people went back and, and, and watched all the other fucking classics because of that movie. And the movie's just a lot of fun. And yeah. I got nothing bad to say about the movie in terms of like, oh, this was wrong with it. that, But look at its fucking competition for this year. I yeah. mean, that that's where it's detriment wise it, it, it's going up against fucking evil dead 2 and um nightmare 3 which i'm actually surprised that nightmare 3 isn't putting up more of a fight from anybody so far anyways uh, anybody that spoke because mm. usually it's regarded as as the best nightmare film right or yep. as just the best sequel a lot of people say it's the best nightmare movie, right? i would I mean, yeah it's
0: my favorite yeah
5: and it's one of the biggest franchises but what Bo said, kind of, fucked with me, where he said the burger thing.
3: He'll do that. He'll do that.
5: Never listen to him, Dan. Never, oh, I get in do... your head. But no, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, like, I love a big, fat, fucking, juicy burger with bacon on top. Shit, mm. like, that, that's kind of where a lot of people's uh, love of horror kind of begins with movies like that as well. But, um but yeah and oh and one thing that was brought up about this movie on this watch was brought Mm -hmm. up by Lacey lou i believe in uh you were talking with mike merriman as well and uh she had said something about the infamous line welcome to prime time bitch now or
0: prime time not prime rib right yes (laughs) yes i'm gonna have to get this tattoo changed (laughs)
5: <laughs> uh, welcome to Prime Time. It's weird because you listen to it and it sounds like he says, fuck the Prime Time. Mm. That's what it sounds. And I listen to it over and over again. And I think they might be fucking right. But you would think somebody would catch that, uh, you know, at some point. Somebody read fucking Darabont's script. Let us know. But um, uh, no, th- that movie's just uh, uh, Friday 3. Uh, Friday, three I- Friday 3, I'm sorry. Nightmare 3 mm. is is just a lot of fun and it, you know i want to be a wizard in my dreams like it's just, like, just come on man like there's just so many fucking stupid parts in it but then if i feel like if i'm talking about stupid parts there's equally as many in evil dead but yeah. um but let me just move on to that one too because i actually went back and forth on this a lot and I know that I locked in my answer, but I kind of wish I could change it. I might choose fucking Nightmare Three over Evil Dead Two, and I'll explain why. I watched this movie, and if you're not, if you're not in that right mindset, this movie can be extremely fucking annoying. It's very loud. Mm. It's it's very much like intrusive, and I, I get it. Like that's that's the point of it. But I don't know. I just found it kind of annoying accompanied with the fact that Sam Raimi really fucking pisses me off lately and what he did with that last Doctor Strange movie. No, you said it. He made this movie with a fucking shoestring budget of $12 and a pack of envelopes. And fucking, he's got all that money to make fucking, uh, you know, the the Maddens. And they even put Bruce Campbell in it in the dumbest fucking cameo Mm. ever. And I'm like, what a waste. Give this guy fucking... A shoestring and a can of Lysol, and and let's go back to that because he can come up with better shit with less money than he can now. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But uh, Evil Dead 2 is a great film. It's one of the first movies I got into. Uh, I remember my friend Hans Cookingham. He told me to fucking get it in like sixth or seventh grade, and I'm and and I'm like I was very turned off by it right right away. But I watched I think two first and then one. Like it was just it was stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I was like, oh no, this is definitely the better film, and a lot of this shit is cool. And then, like you said, finding out a lot of behind the scenes things about it, stuff like that, and how it was made, and how he goes about everything practical. I I got nothing but respect for Raimi. I just wish he would go back to that style. I'll also say, too, that the Evil Dead franchise is probably the most spoiled franchises out of any of the horror fucking uh, franchises. This fucking thing got its own movies, it got its own TV <laughs> show, fucking video games. They're constantly like, yeah, we'll come back for another one. It got remade and Bruce Campbell fucking snuck his way in that end. It's and, a new one and, coming out next year. It, like It's just everything. Like It, just, it gets anything it, it wants. I feel like Evil Dead fans are fucking spoiled. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm saying that's not my favorite franchise, but hmm. if that is good for you man and i do i think evil dead 2 is the best movie out of any of those and uh this is a fucking great pick to represent that year
0: nice right let's hand to dave parker
1: Okay, so the the one thing I will push back a little bit on, on people hating on Nightmare on Elm Street 3 or The Monster Squad is, I feel like all three of these movies are nostalgia pieces. And they, how much mm. you like them is when you saw them. Yes. But the positive with Evil Dead 2 is that everybody who saw Evil Dead 2 went on to do a bunch of great movies, and it's in all <laughs> of movies and very influential. So when you look at it as a historical yeah. standpoint, Evil Dead 2 is the one that changed the face more than a lot of the other ones. Mm. Um, So so like Personally I have I always try to do these This doesn't make any sense But I'll be like Subjective Objective Historically When I come to rate movies Right And I always try to give Whichever one is the best rating To the movie Because I don't and evil dead 2 is my least favorite of the first three which is dumb because it's clearly the best right so like i, I it, it depends when i saw them i saw army of darkness first and then evil dead and then yeah. i didn't see evil dead 2 until i was about 14. which is late for that movie i think for me at least mm. so i never had the connection to it but i love raimi i love his style and you know i love all the way the quick and the dead the dark, dark man i love all that shit. i love his style it's unique and it's just like a young man's style and it's very alive and energetic like you said, Bruce Campbell comes to life in this movie and this made Bruce Campbell, so I have the utmost respect for Evil Dead 2 and you won't hear me say anything bad about it because it's historically one of the most important horror films of the time and, you know it, it, you know, it's not a personal favorite but yeah. nobody wants to hear anyone badmouth shit like Texas Chainsaw, sorry Dan Nightmare, uh, Night, uh, <laughs> Night of Living Dead or Evil Dead 2, or, it's just like, or Halloween, it's just like what are you going to say? It's not going to change anything mm. like, what's the point, you know? I, I guess it's mm-hmm. all worth discussing, but It's just kind of counterproductive and pointless to me because some movies have made their point in history. And I think Evil Dead 2 is one of those. I mean, like I said, it's gory, it's big, and I love the amazing special effects with the tree and the camera work. Even so, like if you don't have the connection to it, like I have the first and the third, I think this one, you know, is obviously a great film. Um, as far as the other two, now, see, I saw Monster Squad young, very young, four, mm. and it's been a staple for me forever. I was grew up on the Universal Monsters, so therefore, it was like the ultimate Monster Mash, updated with great effects. I'm the guy that cries at the end when it says, don't go Frankenstein. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's the Goonies effect. People that watch the Goonies later, they're like, I don't get it, you know? But people that watch the Goonies when they're young, they're like, it's the best movie ever. And then people that don't, they're like, is it? I think it's okay, you know? So I understand where it's coming from, you know? You can't fight nostalgia 100%. Um, as far as Nightmare on Elm Street, I, I Monster Squad's my favorite this year, One of, besides Hellraiser, probably. I don't know. It's hard. is a banger of a year. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't want to even put forth Predator, because there's a slight chance it's not a horror movie, and I didn't want to get in that argument when we're talking about great movies. If you've got 10 great movies, I'm not putting anything that's not 120% a horror movie in there. That's how mm-hmm. I feel, personally, about it. But um, as far as Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is concerned, um, I like Nightmare on Elm Street 3 quite a bit. Um, now, as i grew up i didn't watch it as much as i should have but when i was young i watched it all the time and i love the fact that you know it's fun the special effects are huge it never got to that imaginative level ever again in the series like the the freddy slug shit that stuff is fucking awesome um of course uh and also the fact that he creates characters that you like and they have memorable lines and they still fucking die bring that Mm -hmm. back kill some fucking people in your movie they need to die or i won't have any stakes like they kill um Jennifer Rubin and the Wizard, and those are the best scenes in the fucking movie, and it gets dark, too. Dark, and you don't expect it to get that dark. After all, we're old friends. That's just chills. But there is... Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is not perfect. I guess Monster Squad's not perfect, Um, and I guess Evil Dead, for what it is, is probably the more perfect film, I guess. Although, I think Monster Squad's perfect. Personally, I mean, it's kind of hard. I, I was gonna, like, originally, before all this, I was like, I'm gonna try to fight Evil. What are you doing, Dave? Stop it. <laughs> get the fuck... You can't. You can't. You can't fucking fight the 100 pound polar the 100 million pound polar bear you're not going to win yeah. and, and plus it deserves its spot like it's just that i don't think near dark does I, i'm done <laughs> oh
0: well done uh yeah like the, the final final thoughts from me on uh, monster squad and nightmare on elm street three yeah nightmare three's my favorite in the group but it's favorite in the group of a franchise that i to be honest i really don't care for um Mark is probably, like, Mark's like, here we go with the googly arms, but yeah, like, that first movie can suck my dick. Um, That second movie is great, uh, which is, like, I I absolutely love the second one, and everyone doesn't like it because it breaks rules, and I think you can break rules in a second movie because they aren't really set yet. Um, And yeah, the third one to me is the one where the balance of everything the series is trying to do is done correct. Like, the humour, the one-liners or whatever. There's just enough of them, and none of them are obnoxious. The effects are at peak. The likable characters that Dave mentioned are, like, the best way they've ever been encapsulated in any movie um, of that series. That's the, you know, to me, it's the best one there. But it still isn't Evil Dead 2. Uh, Monster Squad, like Dave, I saw Monster Squad when I was a kid. I have watched this movie to fucking death. Like, I've seen it. So many times, like like more times than I could even think I could calculate. So like I grew up with it. Um, my kids are now growing up with it, and you know it's been passed on that way because I think it's it's great for us. Once again, is it the best? Uh, no, <laughs> but it's I still think it's yeah. There's a nostalgia piece with it, but I sat down with my kid and she watched it and she loved it as well. So I think it does transcend that. It just it's when you see it. It's that important thing. It's when you see it um so yeah i mean we, we've all ultimately ended up with the same place with the same pick and i am happy about that and uh apparently some of the hosts in here weren't happy with that original episode and they can suck my hairy clangers uh <laughs> so representing the year that is 1987 sitting along beside hellraiser and near dark is evil dead Two. ladies and gents that will be an episode in the bag right there we have two more summer series episodes representing the sevens coming this week the next one 1997 and i'm i'm hearing on the on the wire here just coming through a message coming through here dan chase has a lot to say and a lot of them are a lot of fuck yous to the other hosts i'm interested
5: to see what that's about i'm coming in so fucking (laughs) hot you have no idea Duncan. just wait I came in like a wrecking ball. Exactly. Um, Miley Cyrus on a fucking wrecking ball. You're I, damn right. <laughs> I can't wait.
0: I can't wait. Um, I'm gonna take my final break of this episode though. I'm back to close out the show right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. and you've been listening to the podcast under the stairs this has been episode 390 our summer series episode looking at 1987 and yes inevitable as the sun rising every day and setting every night we have selected evil dead 2 some people would say it was criminal it didn't get through and all i was gonna say is sometimes you gotta wait for the goods to come at least that's what I tell my wife um I don't even know why I made that joke that feel so obvious it was low hanging fruit but that's what I tell my balls um these nuts anyway right Evil Dead 2 has gone through to the big leagues the big table Thunderdome next year and it is joining Lofty Company in the form of Near Dark and Hellraiser what a lineup that is show ladies and gents it is taking a swing and it's going to take a big old bite out of the competition i want to thank my host for joining me and also stress that there is no poll this time like like, i've heard some people in the past when we've not done the polls because we've unanimously selected saying it would have been great to still vote on where things are going it's needless is what i'm telling you there was nothing up for debate here evil dead 2 is through so let it go let it go Anyway, there's a multitude of ways. Check out podcasts on this. Wherever you're listening to this right now, hit subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop, and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapot's content. Do not stop there. S- sign up, subscribe to our sister feed, the Teapot's Collective. Over there, you get shows like where to begin with. You get a little bit, ladies and gents, of that Opera Omnia. You get some Chronicle, and always a little bit of doing that nasty, as well as our back catalogues, all at the touch of a button on that feed singular feed subscribing to both that feed and the podcast under the stairs feed best way to support what I'm doing under the stairs alternatively use our website everything is there Teapotscast.com. links to all our shows are there on the site as well as another link to a show called Jaws' Shite and other regrettable outbursts a booze based banter entertainment podcast featuring myself the Baz and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam versus evil where we drink and get weird and that's all Jaws is Shite and other regret black exclusively available on tputtscast.com The podcast on the stairs can be found on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Tputscast. You can go over there, interact with the polls that we post post about movies that you're excited for movie posters, trailers if you want, have general discussions on horror or just actually shoot the shit with people. It's a super cool group, so please be a part of it today. The Teapots Collective is a Facebook page where I solely just post everything that I'm involved with or everything that guest appearances the works. And that is facebook.com forward slash t And if you like your internet weird, then Jaws is shite and other regrettable outbursts is for you at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod. If you hate Facebook and you'd rather use the twin prongs of social media sexiness, that would be the Instagrams and the Twitters. Ladies and gents, Is at tputzcast to reach out and interact with myself and Baz on both. The Podcast Under The Stairs is returning for you tomorrow with 1997 in the Summer Series series. And that's right, it's getting real. Shit got real, ladies and gents. And that episode will be winging its way to you tomorrow. So wherever you are, wherever the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McClose broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off.